On this week's Ding and Corners, we talk a little Akil Badu, we talk a lot about Padres pitching, and we do our week three MLB recap by division. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Ding and Corners. Welcome, everyone, to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slabstocks. I'm your host, Nate, and today we are doing our week three MLB recap. Um, we're going to be going division by division, except for the NL West. If you are an NL West fan, I am sorry. There just wasn't too many interesting guys that would be worth talking about. Uh, no disrespect to Justin Turner or Carson Kelly, but nobody's really investing in them at this point so not worth talking about so we are going to just do the five divisions before that we've got a couple segments at the start all right 2021 week three. First off let's start with akil badu now we talked about akil badu a couple weeks ago rule five pick obviously you guys if you've been listening you know um it's an interesting story people have spent a astronomical amount of money so let's take a quick look our little akil badu recap and it's four games 13 to play Played appearances this past week. He hit .077 with a .077 on base and a .154 slugging. I don't know why I said point. Um, with one double. That dropped his season total to 275 with a 286 on base and a 700 slugging. Obviously, the 700 slugging is great. <coughs> the 286 on base is terrible. Um, he's not getting that many plate appearances, so, you know... Uh, don't expect him to always be hot. He'll get hot every once in a while, but he's not getting enough play appearances to play every day to get into a rhythm. Now, when we talked about him a couple weeks ago, I said $205 is astronomical. Um, I would never spend that amount of money. There was some of you that agreed. There were some of you that were like, but look what he's doing with the bat, you know, hitting the ball hard, hitting the ball to the opposite field. Um, we love him. Well, this is why you don't pay astronomical prices for a guy that didn't play above a ball and is suddenly hitting well for the first time. Well, not, maybe not the first time in his life, but hitting well. MLB is hard. MLB is very hard. A ball, not as much. When you don't play in double A and triple A and you move right to the MLB, they are going to adjust to you and you are going to have to adjust back. And without that experience in double A AA and triple A, it's going to be difficult. Well, now we're looking at the prices, and I have the 205 here. That was week one, right? After week one, he was $205. We'll keep that up so that you can see it. And then we will keep adjusting the second number. And the second number, obviously, is $95. So the last sale of the Bowman Chrome, Akil Badu Bowman Chrome Auto from 2018 $95. So we're talking a $110 drop uh, in just two weeks for Akil Badu. And this, the reason I bring this up and the reason I point this out is because you should have seen this coming. If you've been in the market long enough, you know that if a guy just pops out of nowhere and is suddenly amazing and has a bunch of good stories at the beginning, like the Grand Slam and the walk-off single and the first pitch home run, prices are going to soar. People are going to be stupid with their money, and then you're going to watch it all drop back down to earth. And it's happened a million times, and Akil Badu is no different. And here we are, 205 to 95 in two weeks. Um, so if you were, if you did buy in, 
Use this as a learning experience. Don't buy the hot name. Don't be like, oh, you know, he did amazing things. I expect him to keep doing amazing things when he only played in a ball before this. Anyways, don't want to waste too much time on Akil Badu. We move on. Padre down. So for our second segment today, we are talking about a trend that is becoming worrisome. So you've got Tommy John surgeries since January 1st, 2020, and that is for the Padres. Tommy John surgeries for the Padres since January 1st, 2020. We've got Reggie Lawson on March 20th, 2020. Andres Munoz, if that's how you say his name, on the same date, March 3rd, uh, or March 3rd, March 20th, 2020. Trey Wingenter, July 17th, 2020. So that's three. Luis Perdomo, who's now a brewer, October 1st, 2020. Efrain Contreras, November 1st, 2020. So we're up to five. Mike Clevenger, 11-17-2020. Jose Castillo, March 1st, 2021. Jacob Nix, March 1st, 2021. Michael Baez, March 30th, 2021. Adrian Morhone. April April 20th, 2021, so just a couple days ago. Um, <clears throat> today is April 22nd. So Adrian Marhone, April 20th. And then yesterday, Denilson Lamette was injured, came off injury, threw two innings against the Brewers, did really well, came out with a forearm strain we, or a forearm tightness in his right arm, in his throwing arm. We don't know if it's going to be Tommy John. The likelihood in like 99% of these situations is that it is Tommy John and that Denelson Lemet is going to be coming back in a couple of years. Now, um, the reason this is concerning is because MLB Tommy John surgeries in that same span, there's 76. Padres Tommy John surgeries in that same span, there were 10. If you're keeping track at home, that percentage is 13.2% of all Tommy John surgeries are from the Padres. Now, if we add to Nelson Lamette's Tommy John potentially to it, that means we go up to 77 surgeries, 11 Padres Tommy John surgeries, and we're now at 14.3% of all Tommy John surgeries are from the Padres in the last year and four months. 14.3%. There are 30 teams in the MLB. You would expect them, if they were all even, to take up, you know, three point something percent each. The Padres are taking up 14.3%. And that is the concern here is that, you know, you got guys that are super interesting, super fun, like Mike Clevenger and Nelson Lamette. You got um, back end guys like Jacob Nix. You've got um, interesting prospects like Adrian uh, Andres Munoz, even though he's on the C Seattle now, right? And so you've got the whole list of guys from ace to uh, prospect that are getting injured in the Padres system way more than any other system. And so the concern is, is that what is going to happen with moving forward? So we've got three guys on the screen here. Obviously, we've got Mackenzie Gore. His Bowman Chrome Auto non-grade is $120. We've got Ryan Ruthers. Weathers, his Bowman Chrome Auto is $35 non-graded. And we've got Justin Lang, who was a first-round pick from this last year. All these guys are first-round picks. 
Um, but first round pick from 2020 draft and his Bowman Chrome auto is $11. Now, if I am investing in pitchers for a while there, I would have said, yeah, invest in the Padres. They're really good. Um, they know what they're doing. Now you look at it and you say, oh my goodness, all of these guys getting injured. 14.3% of Padres pitchers, I mean, of all MLB or all Tommy John surgeries in the MLB and minor leagues, even though there was no minor leagues last year. So these numbers are a bit drastic. 14.3% um, of Tommy Johns, if Denelson Lamech gets Tommy John, are from the Padres. So if I'm looking at that and I'm saying $120 for Mackenzie Gore or $35 for Ryan Weathers, I don't think so. I don't think I want to spend that money because that is one. I don't know what's wrong with the Padres system, but it's trending towards all of their pitchers getting injured. Um, who's not injured right now? You Darvish. They traded for him. Blake Snell. They traded for him. Chris Paddock, but he's terrible, right? Um, and so, and various other guys, you get my point, but anybody who's homegrown and comes up through their system seems like they're getting Tommy John. Mike Clevenger is obviously an outlier. He got traded from the Indians and then he went down with Tommy John surgery. Don't know what's happening there, but this Padres medical staff or whatever they're teaching them in the minors, they're coming up and they are getting injured constantly. And for that reason, Though I love Mackenzie Gore, and I think Ryan Weathers is interesting, and I think Justin Lang, who added on a ton of weight in college um, to become a power pitcher, could be interesting. I don't know. I think maybe $11 for Justin Lang's fine, but the other two I would not touch right now. Not with this Padres medical staff. No way, no how. So there is our Padre down little segment. Um, I know a lot of you don't love pitchers. You don't love investing in pitchers, but you can make money on pitchers. Um, and you can make a lot of money on pitchers and, uh, if you choose the right guys, but you know what the wrong guys are, the guys that get injured. So choose a team that doesn't have their pitchers getting injured all the time. Like the Padres. All right. on to our divisional recap. So like we said, we're going AL East, AL Central, NL, AL West, NL East, NL Central, no NL West today as there just wasn't an interesting guy. Um, there's a whole gamut of guys that are should be somewhat interesting here. And number one is Joey Wendell. He threw six games, 28 plate appearances last week. He had 423 with a 464 on base and a 692 slugging, two home runs and a double, and scored nine runs last week. Um, that's pretty incredible for Joey Wendell, scoring nine runs in a week. Uh, obviously, you can see over here that I chose his tops update Black, numbered to 67 um, from Space Coast Cards. Shout out the free advertisement there. And uh, it went for $30. So it just goes to show you that no matter how hot you get during the season, if you're not a big name, you're not going to go for much money because this is one of his most desirable rookies out there, and it's a $30 card. And so um, no, matter, no matter who it is, if they're not a big name, and Joey Wendell's a fine player, but had a really hot week. Prices did not move. $30 for a black, that's absurd. So you can't just buy anybody in this market and expect them to go up with a hot week like you can in basketball. On to the AL Central, and we got Luis Robert. So Luis Robert, no home runs this week, but a hot bat anyways. Six games, 23 plate appearances. He hit 455 with a 478 on base and a 682 slugging. 
That was with three doubles and a triple, so four extra base on hits, even though no home runs. And he added in, for good measure, two stolen bases. Um, Luis Robert turned it around. Love to see that. I've been a little bit of a Luis Robert skeptic, you could say. Um, not a huge believer in him. I think people overreacted on his prices. If he had come out in Series 1, he wouldn't be nearly as expensive as he was uh, last year. But because he was the only guy in top Series 2, he was expensive. Um, and so I've always been a little bit of a skeptic. Uh, but it's nice to see him hitting. Of course, that hot week obviously did not adjust his prices because you can see on the right side of the screen, we've got a Luis Robert Topps Chrome PSA 10 from 2020 Topps Chrome. And at the start of the season with shipping, it was $187. Somebody popped one for $187. Buy it now. The last sale on auction uh, just a couple days ago went for $132. So we're talking a $55 change there. And you can do the percentage change in your head. I did not do it on this. Um, but a $55 drop for a guy who hit really well last week um, just goes to show you, you need to hit home runs. This is a home run league. Even if you have a hot if you have a hot week, but you don't hit home runs, if he had turned those three doubles and a triple into four home runs instead of those, his price is probably astronomical right now. But they're not. They've dropped $55 since the start of the season. Um, maybe a good buying opportunity. Who's to say? On to the AL West, and we've got Nick Solak. So uh, a lot of Rangers lately. We did Nate Lowe last week, and now, or Nate Lau. I forget which one it is. Um, I think it's Lau. And uh, we did Nick Solak this week for the Rangers. He had six games, 26 plate appearances. He had 455 with a 538 on base and an 864 slugging. He also added three home runs and five runs scored last week. Um, the thing about Nick Solak, prices didn't move. Beginning of the season, Topps Chrome PSA 10, $50. Right now, Topps Chrome PSA 10, $50. Nick Solak's one of those guys that um, somebody was smart. They took their Nick Solax, they sent them in, they got them graded 50 bucks. I'm sure they sent them in for 17 or maybe a little bit cheaper. And, you know, it's a free $50 bill for them. Um, if I were you, I would not go out and buy Nick Solak and grade him because it's $25 now, at least, uh, at least in July when it comes, when PSA comes back and you're going to run into the situation of if he does get hot, people are going to just send them all in and prices are going to drop. So Nick Solak, if you were smart enough to grade them and make this $50, perfect. If you weren't, which I definitely wouldn't have been, uh, you missed the boat, and that's okay. $50 to $50 ain't really much movement, and I don't expect there to be much movement. Rangers are a bad team. Nick Solak's not exactly like the most exciting guy in the world, even though he's a perfectly fine Major League player. On to the NL West, and now we have the most exciting guy of the week, Jazz Chisholm. Jazz Chisholm, obviously, young shortstop uh, for the Marlins. He had five games, 18 plate appearances. He hit 400 with a 500 on base and a 667 slugging. One home run and one double last week and four runs scored. For the season, though, he's played in 50, uh, 15 games, 53 plate appearances. He's hit 310 with a 434 on base and a 643 slugging with three home runs, three doubles, and a triple. Obviously, those numbers are really good. He's slugging. He has over 1,000 OPS on the season. He's hitting over 300. Uh, those numbers are amazing. And if you watch Jazz Chisholm play or if you see him talk, he's got a personality for days. You know, he's got a smile and a personality that lights up a room similar to Fernando Tatis, and that can only help his card market. 
Um, and that's really exciting. Now, is he a thousand OPS guy? Probably not. Is he probably a pretty good major leaguer going forward with a bunch of exciting tools and a personality that can boost his market? Yes. Yes, I do think he is. And so we're looking at $185 for his Bowman Chrome Auto PSA 10. $185 at the start of the season. And now one just got popped just the other day for $500. Buy it now. A gigantic, a gigantic increase um, there. So really incredible for those guys. We know a guy that bought so much Jazz Tism. I hope he held on to him because he's making oodles of money right now. Uh, you know, remember he was a hot name for the Diamondbacks, got traded in that Zach Gallon trade, and now he is actually fulfilling on that promise with the Marlins. So I'm very excited to watch him going forward. Um, again, probably not a thousand OPS, but I think the bat's pretty good, the defense is pretty good, and the uh, personality is infectious, and that can only help his market. We'll see where it goes from 500. I'm not exactly saying buy right now, but. Of all the young guys, he is definitely one of the most interesting young guys in the majors currently. And then last but not least, we've got the NL Central. Now, I could have gone Corbin Burns again. I wanted to go Corbin Burns again. You all would have hated me for going Corbin Burns again because there's only so much you can learn. Listen to me drone on about Corbin Burns. He did throw six innings. He has 40 strikeouts and zero walks, but we move on. Chris Bryant is the guy we're talking about. Not a ton of huge performers in the NL Central this week outside of pitching, but we got four games from Chris Bryant and 18 plate appearances. <coughs> he hit 313 with a 389 on base and a 688 slugging, two home runs and four runs scored. The reason I bring up Chris Bryant is because that rest of that Cubs team is atrocious. None of them are hitting well. Anthony Rizzo is doing all right. Javier Baez um, is trying to match Corbin Burns on how many strikeouts per walk he can get on the year, apparently, because at one point before yesterday's game, he was at 31 strikeouts and one walk. Um, he led the majors in uh, whiffs with like 70-something, which is absurd. And so Chris, uh, their major guys are doing poorly except for Chris Bryant. And so um, the Cubs need somebody. They got Chris Bryant. He's a free agent at the end of the year. And I think some of that wraps into his card prices because you've seen his tops chrome PSA 10 here from 2015, and it was $155 before the start of the season, and the last one went for $130. Those prices, they've obviously dropped despite him being the best player on the Cubs. Might have to do with free agency, might have to do with how terrible the team is um, currently. I don't know. I would have expected them to go up because he is clearly back to being Chris Bryant, but they have not. Don't know what's going on there. But that is the end of our recap. Again, no NL West this week. So that is our recap for the week. Obviously, Jazz Chisholm exciting, Luis Robert exciting, some of those guys, Nick Solak, Jolie Wendell, just in there to show you that even though you have a hot week, prices aren't going to be incredible if you're not an exciting uh, guy. You know, you can be a perfectly fine major leaguer, but if you're not exciting, you're probably your prices probably aren't moving. And uh, I'd say Nick Solak and Jolie Wendell are two of those guys. The Fine major leaguers, not exciting. But Luis Robert, Jazz Chisholm, those types of guys, very exciting. Uh, will be very fun to watch their prices move. And as for the Padres, be wary. Be wary. It's trending into a territory that we do not want it to trend with their pitchers. 
And if I'm a pitcher and I get drafted the Padres, I'm worried that whatever they're going to teach me is going to cost me a year and a half of development time because I'm going to tear my elbow. So keep that in mind. And I will talk to you guys again on the next Dinging Corners. Thank you, everyone.